live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. And this is episode 52. I want to know if uh, any humans were harmed during this video, this movie. This movie? Yeah. Why Isle would, of Dogs. Why would they be? Set why in, would they be? This movie was set in Japan. <laughs> the Isle of Dogs follows a boy's odyssey in search of his lost dog. Yes. It's actually, oh, this is amazing stuff here. It's the longest stop motion film of all time. What is? Beating Coraline by two minutes. The movie we just saw. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. The, the hair of the dogs was made out of alpaca fur. And, and what, it, were they just filming in front of a fan in order to keep it moving like that? <laughs> I guess yeah, so. No, I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what that, I was thinking. That's what they would do. I had that's, that thought when I was watching it. Yeah, that, that you know, if it, it had that look of if it was just in different places, all they would, they would just keep a, a constant fan going and it would do that. Yeah. You know? And Jeff Goldblum wasn't, he actually recorded over the phone because of scheduling conflicts. Wow. I'm yeah. actually, I just know all this stuff because I'm so smart. You know, it's, it's funny <laughs> because his voice did stick out a little bit. It did. It did, it did seem outside of the, it, it didn't have the same timber as uh, everybody else's. Oh. I Love Dogs could also be read as I Love Dogs. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Where, where are you getting this? I'm just I'm I'm the oracle. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm getting it from somewhere else. IMDb. So uh, we went to see Isle of Dogs. Yes. And um, I have to say, um, I was pretty impressed. Actually, I was too. And I, well, I was. This is the one time I was actually looking forward to a movie, and I was pleasantly. Got what I expected, I guess. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, you, you know, uh, Wes Anderson. It, it, it was very. Um, He's pretty predictable. It, it, it was. It seemed like it was made by the same people who did Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, it, but I have to say that the subtlety of it was amazing. Uh, Wes Anderson did the screenplay for Fantastic Mr. Fox. See, I know everything oh. right now. Yeah, you What's do. going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was, Wes Anderson's very predictable, but in yeah, a good way. he is. Oh, no. yeah, but, but yeah. you know, he nails it. I mean, uh, he. I, I just cannot tell you how many things were just so right about this. The way that he got, he, he got a combination of a look that uh, had a totally retro feel, but retro to, s- to something that never existed. You know, <laughs> it was a, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it it was absolutely it, it's well. Own they told look. the story in a pretty linear way, but made it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they used one flashback, I think, but I think there, there were a couple flashbacks, yeah, but maybe a couple. Were, but but very, very, very cool. I mean. And, and the music was and amazing. The music was amazing. Thanks to Chris Hill, who played double bass. Yeah, hello. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, the, no, uh, the whole whole orchestra was awesome, and the, and, the way they wrote the music. And, and also, you had a journey going, and there was a great journey song. Yeah. You, you know that that kind of like took us from one place to the other. Da, 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 da. And it was amazing. I mean, that song just kind of like. Drifted in when we started to move to a different place. Well, they're whistling too. That was uh, so. Did you ever? 
one of my favorite movies. My brother Jeff is responsible for this because we used to watch it sometimes. Okay. <laughs> was it old? I'm laughing as I say because it it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. But it had the guy from Miami Vice, Don Johnson, in it as a young kid, and he was with a dog. Oh, oh, oh a boy yeah, and his yeah, dog. Yeah, boy and his dog. Yeah, that was a great it's movie. A great movie. But it's about a journey that, about a boy and his dog it's on a, a journey. Gr- it's a. It's also a great story. Yes, it it's is. A, a, by isn't it by Damon Knight? Uh I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I, I, I'm not, I only I'm know not about, sure I used that. to watch it all the time, and I, it's probably been 20 years since I've seen it, but I need to revisit that one. Oh, yeah. uh, Harlan Ellison. There you go. Harlan Sorry Ellison. We should review that one. Diamond, we should review. You know what? It's been so long. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking that we should do a, uh, a separate podcast just for gems, just for old, just amazing uh, uh Oh, I thought you meant like people named Jim. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it had the same feeling to it. The the, it did. the dog and and it was another thing. The ageless story of dogs and humans needing each other, right, right, and benefiting from the, being with each other. But the, the, the there was a look when the boy first shows up on the island, and he's looking through his mask, and they're having a discussion right. between the the, <laughs> right, the yeah. five dogs. I just incredible. I yeah. mean the 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 the, the look back the looks at at each other with the eyes and everything. And you can tell uh, that there were points where they just great. didn't move the animals. Like, yeah. oh, like when he was in the cage. Like, he would move a little bit, then stop, then yeah. move. But it, like, worked <laughs> with what was happening. Yeah, it, it, totally. <laughs> I mean, it, and there was a it, there was a, a minimalist thing happening that, and a, and a great deal of of, uh, of language at the same time that was coming yeah. at you and, and uh, that you couldn't read it. And, and the fact that we were jumping in and out of uh, Japanese, and uh, and you didn't need to hear what was, and at the same time the story still moved along like a rocket. There's a lot of yeah. translation going on, yeah, even, even between characters. And, and, all, <laughs> and, and you know, the odd thing is, is, is some of it just felt almost felt accidental, right? Uh, translating like somebody's somebody's looking at the screen and saying <laughs> saying the, the the salient points. You know, as you're looking at the Japanese, uh, you know, what I'm wondering talking? though. What? I mean, even though the voices were amazing, like I loved, well, I mean, Brian Cranston, Bill Murray. Oh, right. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. to name a couple, but like, uh, it almost could have been a silent movie, which is a lot of really good music, but yeah, with subtitles. Could it it, it I mean, could. It, it really could. I don't have know if people could really, in, at least in the United States, would be able to put up with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but no, I was thinking we, that we like, don't put up with much because it was a very visual movie. I mean, obviously, all movies are visual, but yeah, yeah, this but, was really but, heavily but it was visual storytelling. Yeah, uh, and there yeah. was very little like there was like some sound like to enhance it, I think, but not really. The only couple scenes where there were like some added yeah, sound effects. Yeah, no, it, it it wasn't the overlaid layered sound effects, and there was yeah. like a crashing sound at one point that I think really added to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, but yeah. but but in general, it was uh, just and a, the girl with the with the hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, the way they did that character was amazing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, she was angry. <laughs> I have a crush on you. That, that line was just so great. And she said know? it like she was angry. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, no, it 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 was amazing. The cast. Cast. Oh man. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Bill Murray. I don't know these. This guy, but maybe it's because I'm not. Yeah. The guy who did Atari. Francis McDormand, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, see, she was playing Harvey Keitel, the very sexy uh, yeah <laughs> dog in the movie. I like I like Yoko Ono and <laughs> as the other scientist that actually 
they called the character Yoko Ono. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> and she actually went back and forth between English and Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> uh, it was perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was amazing. And uh, who was the one that I was mentioning? It was uh, credited. It was like uh, the mute poodle. Yeah, the mute po- the mute Angelica pool. Houston. Angelica Houston. Yeah. So there's tons of people we can't name them all, but just I, I, goes on. But yeah, it was it was yeah. a. It, I don't know. That's one fun thing about animation is actually I didn't even look up who was in it other than the the trailers. Yeah. So I was trying to find right, out the right. additional characters who they were. So that was uh, I, I it took me a while to get uh, Scarlett Johansson. See, I can't, I can't get. I I can't. You know, re, re, be, be, Voices. Well, some people and have faces. really unique, I'm like Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean, he has that way of talking. Yeah, yeah, Bill Murray, and, and I immediately got Jeff Goldblum. But the funny thing about it is, I could actually tell that he wasn't in the same studios other people were recording from. It was pretty obvious, right? I mean, yeah, his, his voice had a completely different timbre to it. You know, yeah. it was coming in a little bit higher. The lows were like kind of missing on it. So, yeah. I'm wondering. I want to know the technology they used. Was it ISD in line? Was it a just yeah. a regular phone? Courtney B. Vance was the narrator. Yeah, and and wasn't his voice? It was amazing. Uh, his voice had so many echoes of, um, oh, <laughs> the guy that does all the. Uh, I'm looking at you with a blank expression. I, I'm sorry, you're looking at me with a blank expression just because the name also went completely out of my head. But uh, now you have a blank expression. Th- now I, I do. <laughs> uh, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he had a lot of timber in his voice. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, I think that if, if I ever, Samuel L. Jackson is the person that uh, most people say they want to have narrate. Or their, James Earl Jones. Yeah, to narrate, <laughs> to narrate their voice, the, the, the story of their life. I mean, uh, I think I'd probably go with Mel Blanc myself, but. I'd rather know. go with, uh, I'd probably go with a weak, uh, like an early 70s. Uh, Woody Allen. Wait. Oh, let me tell you a story about this guy. <laughs> so I really have like that's, that kind of uh, voice. That's that's going. Or maybe that's a Jerry Lewis Nutty Professor. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is Mel Mel Blanc could play all the voices in my head, all the different voices. In my so head. I don't know if it, really he does that many voices. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I heard one screaming just. Yeah. So, no. so I guess overall everything was great. Story yeah, was great. Everything story animation was, was awesome. I, so I want to know how they did like this steam. Was that a drawn? Was that drawn on? You know, in the I was just watching the steam moving around in this. There's a scene where he's like in a steam room, I guess. Yeah, they they have to. It, it has to be digital. And, like smoke too. Yeah. Smoke was in there. Smoke and steamer. But I was. It was interesting how it moved. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was, well, I was zoned out on the top of the screen for a while. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> It's always difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits, it doesn't really tell you much. So people drew, people yeah, modeled, people did right, this. Right. But you know, I couldn't find the caterer. I don't know if they had a caterer. I'm upset about now, this. Why time. were you looking for the caterer? That's a. It, it, I guess it's a tradition for me to always look really? for the caterer. Yeah. No, not really. No, I don't know. I was gonna say. I, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great podcast. Let's talk to the caterer. Let's fire the caterer of all these different yeah. po- movies and find out what movies they've been fired from and yeah. what they're blamed for. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had that conversation before. I told that Joe. I, I told that uh, my theory about the caterer uh, uh, to a couple of people while I was uh, uh, ha- have been doing these interviews for my book um, uh, behind the screams, and uh, it is really cracked up a lot. I, I somebody that I 
I, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody that, you know, just had a very dour, straight-ahead look. And I and I mentioned that, and he was cracking up. He goes, well, that's a real inside joke to Hollywood. And I go, yeah, well. <laughs> but wow. everybody knew exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to give this... Um, I'm gonna go for a, a, a puppy snaps four five, a four <laughs> four point six uh, four point six little airplanes. Oh, little airplanes! No, the rod in the head. <laughs> rods, <laughs> rods in the head. Rods yes. in the head. Six. Four point six. Four point six. Yeah. You know, I can't remember what I ranked uh, Ready Player One, but I I almost, yeah I put it about the same. Yeah, I think well, I was by four point five. I think probably. I was four point seven on Ready yeah. Player One. So. I'm going to go with 4.6 as well. I'm going to yeah. agree with you totally okay. well, there for you go. once. There we go. <laughs> now, under, under protest. Now, this, this reminds reminded you of me. something. It reminds me of something. <laughs> story time. Story time with Mick. 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 Um. I, it, it reminds me of a film of a of a pilot that I worked on called Hollywood Dog. Ah, and it was half animation. Um, uh, it, it was animated characters done in 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 real uh in real life uh situations, right? You know, so Hollywood Dog was the only animated character. Everybody else was ah, real life. Okay, and um. The process of, of being the production designer was kind of a nightmare. Uh, to give you some background, Hollywood Dog was in the, the um, Hollywood Free Press, had a cartoon character that was Hollywood, obnoxious uh, Hollywood Dog, you know. And um, he was like kind of a uh, low-life uh, hipster dog, uh, um, you know, it's, if you can just imagine Hollywood now, imagine a, you know, uh, a, a dog that would be in Hollywood, and you know, that's that's what a Hollywood dog was. Right. Well, the making of it, of the pilot, was ill-timed to say the least, because as soon as we finished and got the pilot, we got to go. And as soon as it aired, it aired on the same night as The Simpsons did. Oh. So it got kind of like smashed. And Simpsons was much better. What can I say? But but the making of it and the production design battles that I went into, see, it, it had something that I had never dealt with before. And um, it, 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 that that script needed to be sprayed for executive producers. <laughs> um, there were thirteen. Oh my god! Thirteen executive producers that had a bit onto the dog, or from the paper, or from the New York version of the company that that was doing it, and the east and the west coast, and so there. So we had a meeting um, in L.A. where. And, and this, I had never seen this before. I mean, I've never seen every executive producer, even on shows that had four or five executive producers, I never actually saw them all show up at once for a meeting. And this is what happened. 
all 13 executive producers <laughs> were at the were, were at the meeting where I was um, proposing the sets models. So, so wow. I had made a model of the set. I had drawings of the of 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 the dogs Hollywood apartment, right? Right. Now the thing is is I was having a definition problem because in the script the apartment was uh, described as Hollywood chic. <laughs> now, Hollywood chic. Here's the problem. Hollywood chic is exactly the same look that er that all 13 of anybody that has lived in New York or or LA, that's whatever's in their apartment is Hollywood chic, right? Right. So absolutely all 13 people were thinking that this was going to look like their uh, high Tony apartments, right? Right, yeah. And the battle ensued. <laughs> I, I got there and, and, and I put the model down in the middle of the and they all then they all get up and they they're 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 looking at it and there's and they're going back and forth and go oh I, I I don't know and they you know their their arguments back and forth about uh like like he smoked I mean <laughs> yeah yeah it was back then he he actually smoked uh cigars and so he had an ashtray well then there was like discussions about whether or not they could have an ashtray and what period it would be and should it be googly or should it be you know modern uh it, this was just the oh ashtray wow. i mean the arguments started on the ashtray and they went to hell from there i mean they're arguing back and forth and, and I'm, I'm sitting at the table the thing is is the arguments never actually even directly ever came to me because it was it was them amongst each other before the i mean they that they would get to me but you don't know yeah they were oh it was unbelievable wow. and so this room full of cannibalistic dogs oh, oh <laughs> rabid rabid cannibalistic dogs don't get me wrong so the the model is in the middle is in the middle of one of those conference, you know, right, yeah, big conference tables, and, and and Hollywood had just, you know, every producer's office had the big conference room, and they had to seat thirty people, you know, and this one probably had at least twenty five people at it, you know, and and they're all just raging across from each other. I mean, you know, as soon as I put the model down, you know, they they all seem to turn on turn to each other, and finally they. They started to turn on me because, um, you know, they, they had gotten, um, it, it kind of looked like Survivor, you know, <laughs> where certain people had like gotten together as, as groups. Like in factions, you, yeah. And yeah. this faction <laughs> could think of a, a, of a particular way that they had wanted to change things. And, da, 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 and, and oh, God, it kept going back and forth. And I'm, I'm just like looking, just not saying anything. And, uh, and finally, uh, they started to address me. And I said, and I stood up, and I'd been just listening to them basically for an hour. And I, I stood up, and I, uh, I said, well, you know, if if you 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 don't like the uh, you, you don't like the armchair, oh, it's fine. So I reached down and I got the yanked her off of the model, threw her on the ground, 
and stomped it. And this is one of those foam core models where everything is made out of foam core. I mean, absolutely everything, right? And so I just proceeded to just reach in and take everything one by one as they were arguing it and gave me you know, points about it. Just said, in this, and you don't need that. And the sofa. I mean, you know, the thing is, is if guys don't like the sofa, I'm going to just crush that too. And I just, and I proceeded to stand there and destroy the model. <laughs> I just absolutely took everything, including, and slowly as I'm destroying the model, people are starting to pay more and more attention. <laughs> and, and, and finally, I mean, you know, when I got back to the last like couple of walls or something, I threw them down and I threw the last two walls down. I looked up and it was absolutely dead silent. They're all looking at me. And I walked out. <laughs> the thing is, I showed up for the work the next day. Um, uh, and we went with we went with absolutely everything that I said originally. The original model was how I built everything because nobody would talk to me because <laughs> they they were just scared to death, right? You know, and I I never would have thought of that as a technique, you know, to win an argument or 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 to to get things done, but. It certainly did the trick for the rest of that. Um, it, it, it did some great things for me. I mean, you know, first of all, uh, the, mod, the, the set went together exactly as, I, as the, the model and the drawings laid out. I mean, just ab absolutely not one change through the whole damn thing. And, um, and nobody talked to me, which was like a complete blessing in disguise because these people were all disgusting. So <laughs> so it was it, it it was the coolest uh, thing that I could have done at the time. It was it was what needed to be done at that moment. You know right. I don't suggest this <laughs> because <laughs> there was a lot of hours <laughs> went into that model. <laughs> right yeah. And um yeah uh I, I was uh, I was quite quite stunned and pleasantly um, uh, pleased with the way that uh, it came out. Huh. And uh, I went back and and then um, they spent a lot of time and and you know put in the dog and and all that and you know I think that there was a cafe in there where the dog you know goes from table to table and, and we shook the tables and we had all the reactions to everything and 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 it came out exactly on the same night Simpsons came out. Oh. And so Wow. Yeah. Well so maybe it's because you're telling the story and I just watched Isle of Dogs and you mentioned the Simpsons. Exactly. I wish we had somebody that that was listening take this story and animate it. <laughs> Because that would be amazing. I was picturing an animated. That would be so. I was cool. picturing you animated and all these animated oh, like, producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking uh, at you. It's, it's, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say that that you know when I did some of these things that I mentioned about, I was always in full regalia, <laughs> all the way out there. You know, it's I never. You, you know, you know that thing where 
you walk away from a conversation and went, oh, I wish I'd said that. Da, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. I never. You never did that? I never <laughs> had that happen. That's I, awesome. I, 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 did you ever I, get fired because you said too much? Um, here's the thing. It, <laughs> and I totally If it starts it. with here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I always try my best to be my most me when I meet people. Well, yeah, that's good policy. And that way... Everybody should do that. Everybody no, absolutely, should do that. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is there's a, there is a certain crazy thing, you know, <laughs> out there. And, and I always try, when I meet people, to, to be my most gregarious, uh, crazy thing. I, I, I have them talk to at least two or three voices in my head. At the same time, and that way, when I walk away from that, everything from there is is frosting on the cake. See what I'm saying? <laughs> right. it, it's I cannot say things. I I think it's I think it's important to get people uh, uh, prepared for how it's going to go. Yeah. Well, they expect crazy. They get crazy. They're not going to be like surprised. Exactly. Oh, you really? know, it's like yeah. You know, I mean, and let's face it. You know. If you look at the way that I, I come off to to people, you know, when I first meet them, um, you're, you, I, I'm not, I couldn't do a little old lady thing, you know, that <laughs> just ain't gonna happen, you know. Um, I I don't do shy. Yeah. Oh God, I don't do shy. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm I'm usually pretty out there, but sometimes if I'm in a but. You know what? Sometimes you don't like, start that way. Well, here's way. an example. You don't If start I go to a party way. and yeah. it's people I don't know, I like to just kind of sit in the corner and watch everybody. Yeah. That's, and then I attack. See, <laughs> I, I don't believe in that, you know? What? Well, I, 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 know, I, know, I know you. You know Like, me. I figure people out, and then I start talking to them. <laughs> so, yeah. but So, I know. Yeah. Then I scare them. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is though, if, if we both. We're, we're at, at a party and and we're both completely as crazy as I know that both of us can be. Uh, it you, we could suck a room into a vortex, <laughs> create a black hole, create a black hole, <laughs> I, I suck all the producers in. That. <laughs> Thirteen producers. That's really lucky, isn't it? Oh god, it was. It, Today it, is Friday the thirteenth, by the way. Well, that's uh, th- th- then. Then it all works, doesn't it? Yeah, that's weird yeah, that we're doing this on Friday the Thirteenth. It's, uh, it's um, and by the way, just a, a nod to ourselves. The moon and the can I say how awesome we are? Well, how, we're brilliant because instead we? of doing these, I mean, we are. We didn't review <laughs> Rampage or what was the other one? Uh, Truth or Dare? Because it's Friday the Thirteenth. Right. I mean, yeah, we're, we're no, like the huh, anti. That, because, we're. And you told the story about 13 producers I that you were against. I so did. So we're the anti-13 right now. <laughs> and we saw we Isle of Dogs because it was more brilliant than the other two. That's right. And it was it was really good. You guys <laughs> go out and see it now. And keep listening to us because obviously we're, yeah, we know and, what we're and, doing. And, and, and by the way, can I, can I just throw out uh, that I got a book coming up? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Behind the Screams, it's a book about the making of Nightmare on Elm Street 4. And it's going to be... Amazing. Do you have any like teasers that you can like any details? I heard one today. Um, yeah, I heard a little bit uh, a, a little bit of a teaser. Um, I was talking with Andres uh, Andres Jones, ah. and um, Andres was. Uh, we, I had talked to him 
uh, about how he was, uh, there was a scene where he was in a coffin. And uh, he comes up out of the con, hey, baby. <laughs> and and, and uh, he was saying that there's a chance that, that, that there wasn't much worrying about acting on this so that they all got a chance to uh, do their own thing because everybody was under a writer's strike and they were kind of letting the characters kind of make it up as they went along while we all worried about the important stuff like doing all the gags and stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. And, uh, and, and I was always curious about, you know. Which is why it's one of the best written films ever. Right, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> but, but Andres Jones has a, he does a great character. And um, I, I was guessing that uh, the character that we see of him in the beginning was a cross between um, Falk, Peter Falk, and, uh, and um, James Dean. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, he's, and, and, and he said, yeah, well, you know, Peter Falk was, a, you know, uh, was definitely an influence, but is probably more Dustin Hoffman. Ah, okay. But, uh, but it, it was really interesting <laughs> that he made me look at the film again in, with, in a new light. Because huh. he, he mentioned that um, the, the sequence that he was in where he was fighting Freddy and, it, and there was, he was in the elevator and then he goes into the room with all the Japanese uh, uh, fabric and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And, and that, that literally that whole thing was a hole in the script. I mean, <laughs> because we thought that we were going to do something different with the wow. elevator. Yeah. And, and, and nobody, and it was virtually him in the camera and, and he did that whole fight sequence, right. You know, with Freddie and he actually did a pretty good job of it. And, um, he kind of blocked it out himself, kind of, wow. he <laughs> did, did it all himself. And, and, and I have to say that at the end of it, I gave him credit, f uh, for being a crew member <laughs> because he did, was doing his own special effects. Yeah. He's also go. kind of self-directing a little bit. Yeah, and he was self-directing. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a uh, uh, he's a good guy. I guess assistant director. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think that he was one of the one of the people one of the rare people in that film, other than Robert, that was actually you know uh, doing a, a, an interesting acting job and not just going with their characters. You know. Well, you can't say anything bad about Robert. Well, I can't say anybody. Huh. I can't say anything oh, no, bad. I mean, he'd never do anything bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's my Robert's point. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a little awesome things that you learn. While I'm still you're... waiting to have Robert on our show. By the way, just putting it out there. I can get Robert on the show in a heartbeat. But that, that could be like a maybe a. I'm birthday, talking to him. Birthday gift I'm, to me. I'm talking to Ro <laughs> I'm talking to Robert tomorrow. And I'll bring it up on Friday the thirteenth. You're talking to. <laughs> I am talking to Robert England on Friday. On Friday the thirteenth. That's 13th. that's perfect. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you that know that was what? almost like his laugh I got, there. Uh, I I got a call from Bob Shea today. See that that blows my mind. Yeah. So uh, Bob Shea. That's uh, Bob Shea called to to say hi from old times because he'd been hearing my name kicked around with all the book and everything. And, uh, and you know, he just wanted to say, hey, and connect. And so we're going to get together next week, and I'm going to interview him for That's the awesome. So, yeah. so it's it's amazing. It's coming together. It's It almost feels like a wave of, of uh, that I've been, I've been trying for four months now to, like, just pry people up. And, and, That's and, good. 
And uh, it's been very hard to connect to people. And all of a sudden, it seems the last two weeks has just been a flood. Just absolutely. Well, people know each other, and I guess they're talking about you. So, I guess. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know. So we still have eight listeners. You'd think some of these people would, like, check out our podcast. But you, you'd think. <laughs> I know they're busy people. Doesn't but. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? What we've got to stop doing? What's that? One hand clapping. <laughs> I do it a lot. <laughs> yeah, sir. But it keeps me motivated. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> uh, is that enough? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Later. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Dream Warrior Review. As always, you can reach us at Gmail at DreamWarriorReview at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at DW Review. And, of course, we're on Facebook. Until next time.